0: I'm Michael Marinello, And I'm Robert Mathers. On this episode, they're drinking in some Crosstown Bar.
1: Um, are we rolling? This is the most important podcast you will hear right now. This is Of All Time.
0: Oof. Uh, well, here we are yet again. Yes. How you and, been? Uh, to-
1: Not bad. Not bad at all. We are going to take a trip south uh, for a land you once uh, uh, rested your head and your feet. Uh, I'm afraid to say you called it home. Would you ever say you called uh, it home?
0: No, I just did a five uh, and a half year stint. Uh huh. south of the Mason-Dixon line. Now, my home yes. will always be uh, Jersey. Uh, <laughs> my second home will always be Boston. And um, I just happened to have spent five and a half years of my life uh, where the devil went down to Georgia <laughs> or the People's <laughs> Republic of Georgia, if you want to look at it. You talk about hot and humid weather. Uh, it was like that all the time. I mean, I bought my right. first Christmas tree in december of 2012 wearing a t-shirt jeans and flip-flops <laughs> and i thought i was so with it <laughs> i thought exactly. i was so, so rugged <laughs>
1: yeah so uh today's show we are going to focus on and we promise robert and i both have, uh, discussed this we had a little production meeting <laughs> to discuss this um we are going to take a little bit of a break after this show from uh from jumping into the wonderful world of face magazine having said all that we are going to go back uh and revisit their list of top 50 southern rock albums of all time Uh,
0: so at least uh i i mean you know how do i want to phrase this so at least they they couched it correctly versus last week, which was 70 albums right. of the 70s, but there was no musical genre and therefore we poked a giant, you know, we could drive a giant, right. uh, or to, here, I'll, I'll phrase it this way, to to make it, to tie it into Southern rock, we could drive a John Deere through that, <laughs> uh, but at least this time they have, um, it, it, is, it, it is what they're, they've defined it as Southern rock albums of all time, which of course right. gives us the opportunity to... All right. Well, you guys said Southern rock, so now we can hold you to it. Right.
1: Which, yes. So we will get into that and, you know, um, uh, all of these, uh, not, 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 to say I have a problem with everything on here, but some of these, um, just, uh, yeah, they, you know, the, the, the cool, the two, the too cool for school factor certainly factors in here, uh, as well. So.
0: Well, and right off the bat, I mean, it it's the uh, author of this is the Paste Music staff, but the lead paragraph is written by editor-in-chief Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, Now, this yep. was originally published in 2018 in February mm-hmm. of that year, and then they updated it uh, in yep. this just a few weeks ago on July 20th yep. of 2020. But yep. what, what I found was very interesting was how uh, uh, Josh Jackson starts with... Growing up in Atlanta in the 70s and 80s, Southern rock meant a very specific thing. Long-haired hair bands like Molly Hatchett, who's not on the list, the Allman Brothers, <laughs> Leonard Skinner playing extended guitar solos with enough bluster to pick a fight in the smoky roadhouse. Right. Well, yeah. That's how everybody defined uh, uh, Southern right. rock. Um, exactly. You know, and of course, they're they're blasting uh, 96 Rock, which is a station that ceases to exist in Atlanta. Um and then they just sort of go off the the whole the rails here a little bit um i see what they were trying to do um but uh yeah so yeah exactly um yeah just keep that Uh, in the back uh, of your heads kids as we as we dive into here exactly so let yeah let's just jump
1: in here uh number 20 is the abbott brothers uh emotionalism from 2007. Number 19, Greg Allman, Laid Back from 1973. Number 18, Elvis Presley, The Sun Sessions, 1975. Number 17, Steve Earle, Guitar Town, 1986. And number 16, Big Star, number one record from 1972. Uh, I'm going to just start myself here because it reminds me of the last um, BS list they just uh, <laughs> we just reviewed. Um, On that list, which was the, um, top 70 albums, uh, top 70 albums of the 70s, they mention the third big star album um, called third sisters sister lovers mm-hmm. um, but failed to mention either one of their first two releases which were also recorded in, uh in nineteen in the 70s um, the first one number one record which is number 16 here and then um, uh, capital capital city mm-hmm. uh, Radio City I think yeah. it's called radio, radio city, city is the, yeah. is the, is the second one um, both are amazing albums and a million times better than uh third sister lovers which for some reason made the top albums of the 70s but um the these other two did not and yet this makes the top and i love that album and it's great what Um, on record yes okay uh an an amazing an amazing album um i you know but here's this is it's it's already kind of it's kind of trying to do a little bit too much. Um, if you're going to include the Avett brothers, but then they go through the pains of saying why they won't include B-52s in there, um, I really don't get it. I, I Yeah, the B-52s are a little bit more poppy and they're a little bit more of like a dance band. But, I mean... Uh, see, I, I would know.
0: have said the B-52s is, is indie rock that happens right. to have come out of... Athens. So I think it's important to understand that there are two. Uh, it, all right. So the guy's clearly coming at this from a Georgia bent. So I do, I am qualified to speak to that uh, yep. from spending a decade and a half or half a decade and a half, uh, mm-hmm. a little over half a decade in, in Georgia, in Atlanta <laughs> yep. and in, in the <laughs> the extreme woods of North Georgia. Uh, right. I swear to you at night, you could, you could hear uh, the dueling banjos. Um, so Atlanta is a fairly diverse musical city. Uh, it's yep. a fairly diverse and fairly diverse musical city. And then you have Athens, which is where the, I don't know. I'm going to say university of Georgia is located. I don't That think is the university of Georgia. Of Georgia correct. There's yep. two, there's two stupid schools down there. Um, and, uh, so, but that's where REM comes from. That's where the Indigo Girls come from. That that's is where the B 52s come from. So, Athens is like the Boston of the South in terms of it being a college town. I mean, that's already yep. a stretch of a thing. So, yep. now, so the Avett brothers, uh, I don't know if I would classify them as a Southern rock act. I mean, right. sure, the record was, record- I mean, they're from. Um, you know they're from they're, Well, they're from where are they from? Why am I blanking? Yeah, that's
1: a good right? question. I was wondering. I I had looked that up as well. they I want to say they might be like from Virginia, yeah, maybe, so but.
0: just south of the Mason-Dixon line. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean it's so okay. Uh, all right, so fine. We're gonna we're gonna uh, if they're gonna put the Abbott brothers on here, which we don't agree with, we're gonna get back to that. But this is not a rock record by any stretch of the imagination Mm -hmm. Um, now Greg Allman laid back absolutely do believe it belongs on this list correct Uh, it is one of my favorite Greg solo records you should Mm -hmm. really listen to the uh extended versions this is the midnight rider that he re-recorded uh for this his first solo record and right. it has a horn section the, some of the alt mixes have an even more soulful uh um horn section it's absolutely great yep uh, the sun sessions a repackaged elvis presley record that only came out in the united kingdom until it drifted its way over here after yep. elvis died does not belong <laughs> at all on this list elvis was not a oh because he was born in memphis is that what you're clarifying yeah you see that see uh and we'll get
1: into this as we get into a few others they they sometimes it applies sometimes it doesn't apply sometimes like all right i could see yeah they were southerner and they're kind of the you know they started kind of rock and roll but it i would not ever think that like southern rock would be, you know, that you could include Elvis in it. Now, you know, country, blues, and it, you know, it's the beginnings of it, and it certainly influenced a lot of those guys, but is it that? I wouldn't say
0: so. So the definition, really, if you talk to any competent radio programmer worth his or her salt, uh, Southern rock is a fusion of rock and roll, the band came Uh from the South, and country. It is that, um, so again... You know, Steve Earle, absolutely on the list. Would I put him at seventeen with Guitar Town? Eh, not maybe. I think there are you know if you're I you know this is all right fine, but but I don't think he belongs at, at there. And I will argue the same for uh, a big star. I never but. thought of Big Star as a southern rock record or a exactly. southern rock band. Just because yep. Alex Chilton grew up south of the Mason Dixon line. Uh, Correct. and spent a bunch of time in memphis uh well he also spent time in new york pretty right. much as big star was coming together if memory serves right
1: yeah so, so yeah I, I agree and 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 it doesn't have the you know it's great and it's more power pop but it's i wouldn't again i wouldn't necessarily it doesn't feel southern right. Rock.
0: and to the me. biggest so. the reason if you go back uh, especially our our younger listeners, if you go back and start tracking or going through the number one record, you're going to hear a song that you're like, "Oh, I remember this show from when I was in." Again, if you're a millennial, it was you were probably in junior high school. That '70s yep. show. Uh, mm-hmm. They used a halfway decent cheap trick cover of. Uh, uh, it's uh what is time it? something or, uh
1: yeah uh I just hanging out down the street uh for uh well, as we go in I, i'll do some uh background checks on it so
0: yeah uh i want to say it's like it's the time or the the time right. or something like that um yeah, they don't even list that here in the uh, in in the article. So yeah, I mean right. that that just it it. it uh, so I although as I were doing the prep for this, I was like, oh, big star. Okay, that's Alex Chilton. Why there was some song you used to be really into, where they name checked Alex Chilton, right? Yes, like ten um, years ago. Yes, right
1: it was. Yes, it was um, a song called Alex Chilton mm. by uh the replacements. Right. That, okay. That album was actually recorded in Memphis with Alex Chilton producing it. Right. Okay.
0: So, yes. I remember I remember on the on the <laughs> Radio Free Jersey OG we were we had yes, come across exactly. that. All
1: right. Yep. So let's let's yes. continue. And mm. uh, in the street is the name in of the, the song you we were referring right. to. Yes.
0: So. All right. Uh now that we have our our proverbial uh, shit together, sort of. Let's move yes, on, shall they, we?
1: Exactly. <laughs> number fifteen, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis, nineteen fifty-eight. Number fourteen, Drive By Truckers, Decoration Day, two thousand and three. Number thirty-eight, thirty-eight special. Uh, number thirteen, thirty-eight special. Wild-eyed Southern Boys. Um, number twelve, Bo Diddley, Bo Diddley, nineteen fifty-eight. And number 11, the Allman Brothers Band, Eat a Peach, 1972, dedicated to a brother, Dwayne Allman. Um, So, again, same type of traps we saw in the first five we covered, 20 through 16. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis and Bo Diddley, I would say, you know, more kind of the basis of Southern rock, not exactly Southern rock. They, They are Southerners that happen to play early versions of rock and roll. Uh, or early version or blues for in in the Bo Diddley case, but I I wouldn't put them in there. Um, Thirty eight special, I have to admit, I did not know that they were Southerners. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> now it makes sense, and you know now a lot of the you know a lot of the songs and a lot of the lyrics I'm thinking back on it uh, it does make sense. But yeah, I, I don't know why I don't actually know where I thought they were from, but you
0: could know. because they were, cor- they were, they were, they were bad corporate rock act from the 80s, <laughs> exactly. Because they were the leftovers. Uh, it's, it's the younger brother of, uh, yeah, of, it's um, one of the Van Zant brothers, yes, right? I think it's Ronnie Van Zant. Uh, yeah, I think Ronnie was the one Donny, who died. Donnie, 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 right? And then Johnny, yeah, right. Um, and, and Donnie so, ended up going into, you know, played, but they hold on loosely that's like the only song you really know from 38 right. special. Exactly. Um, yeah. From Florida, because again, from, from where Skinner came from, but you're telling me the 38 special, basically they're a one hit wonder. I mean, they might've had some other, but they yep. were not, they just got played to death on, um, right. you know, on class on rock and really classic rock radio played them. Um, before um
1: i want to say uh, god and this is this is showing some nerdiness i believe they did the theme song to the movie teachers
0: (laughs) that does track which is a great (laughs) film uh Uh it's great uh christopher no mulligan christopher mulligan that sounds well, right, but it's ish. also Nick Nolte. It's uh, yep. Joe Beth Williams. It's uh, right, but yeah, right. no, it it I, Jerry Lee Lewis. You're right. Doesn't belong in there. I hate the flipping drive by truckers. Uh, I don't hate them. Good. I just don't have any time for them. But they right. are a southern rock yep. band, so yep. I wouldn't accept exactly. them at number fourteen because Decoration Day was not that good of an album. Uh, right, Bo Diddley, yeah, blues act. No Bo Diddley, you don't have the Almond Brothers. You don't have half right. of these guys. But right. again. But
1: like with Elvis, like with Jerry Lee Lewis. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Eat a Peach, far too. It, it should definitely be in the top 10. Uh, yeah. Especially if, not, if you're throwing world. out. I mean, that's the thing. I'll tell you right now. You're going to do top 50. Uh, you should pretty much take four Almond Brothers albums. Uh, yep. Film. Actually, you should take three. Uh, out of Wild South. Uh huh.
1: First two, <laughs> first actually, the three. first four. Yeah, first yeah. four.
0: Um, um and yeah. then the last two studio yep. records. Yep. Um, uh, Seven Turns and uh, and right. and uh, backward all begins. Um, yep. and then you know, probably a couple of Skinner records. I'd say mm-hmm. four, four Crows records. Um, yep. And uh, and then some other stuff you could throw in there, but you know, I'm getting, I'm skipping ahead.
1: Right. Exactly. So, uh, uh, records
0: are two different things.
1: Yes, exactly. Number 10, uh, the Marshall Tucker band, the Marshall Tucker band. Uh, I, I do like, I do like, uh, can't you see, uh, I've heard one or two other songs I like. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jason Isbell, who was at one, he's associated with, or played with, or was a guitarist for, uh, the drive by truckers. Um, I, yeah, what I've heard, I've liked, um, ZZ Top, uh, Trace Hombres, you could probably throw in, if you're going to count this, um, you know, if, if this counts and this gets up to number eight, there's a couple other albums I think are also great by ZZ Top, which I would also put in there. And there's a few other, if you're going to go there, I would also then go, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm -hmm. One of his albums was in the, in the top 50, but not in the top 20. Right um but I would definitely you know, put them up there uh Lucinda Williams um number seven uh car wheels on a gravel road a critical darling mm-hmm. and I like that I yeah. like that album uh Little Richard um number six from 1957 here's Little Richard now again uh I, I, I will say a this pattern am- here yeah exactly <laughs> but, he, but here's the funny thing is you know if you're talking you know you, to to your point you had said it before they are saying albums now. No one really is going to own a Little Richard album. That Elvis Presley Sun Sessions wasn't an album. <laughs> you know, Jerry Lee Lewis was just you know. These are all collections of singles mm-hmm. or retrospective boxes. These aren't you know, uh, you know. These aren't an artistic statement for a you know for a single album which by the way, cheap plug here, uh, look for our new podcast, uh, the Radio Free Jersey Record Club, (laughs) because we'll be talking about, you know, the artistic statements in said records. But um, I wouldn't, I just, that, that seems like cheating to me put like it to put a you know either a retrospective collection or greatest hits on a top albums list is like okay yeah sure these are all great songs but is is it you know is that the way the the artist wanted those songs to be produced is that how it was released no so
0: i wholeheartedly agree as i as you could (laughs) tell from my disgust about the marshall tucker band yeah they're they're (laughs) they're, they're okay they're they're okay um right Jason Isbell, yeah, you know, it was it was it wasn't my favorite record. Uh, actually, it, I had forgotten all about it. I mean, it made a little tiny stir when I was down there at the time it came out. Yeah, yep. ZZ Top. Now you mentioned ZZ Top and other albums by ZZ Top. Uh, would you put Eliminator in there, which is their biggest selling record of all time? I, I would probably put. There was a couple
1: that were right before that, mm-hmm. and now, now I have to look at uh, ZZ Top albums to to think of what ones I would, what other ones I would put in there. But like Eliminator has, um, you know, give me all your loving, right. all sharp the dressed 80s man. Hits
0: were on Eliminator, all the right. video exactly. Hits. But yeah, I mean, Trace Hombre is is awesome. There's a if you watch the uh, there's a great documentary. I believe it's on either uh, Netflix. It might be on Netflix about ZZ Top, um, mm-hmm. and it's it is probably one of my favorite music documentaries of late. Um, they, they after Trace Hombres came out, they uh, which I believe was their second, might have been their first record actually. Um, mm-hmm. They got booked to play the Memphis Blues Festival, and uh-huh. they had never been. I mean, the other two guys in the band had never been out of Texas. Uh, So they go and they play, and the promoter looks at them and did not know they were white. And (laughs) Billy Gibbons is like, you know, all you had to do was turn the record over. (laughs) There's a drawing of those three white guys on the back of this record. So they got moved to the back, uh, like literally to play like the end of the show. And of course, in those days, like the headliner went, you know, in the middle, sort of, you know. So these guys got booked at midnight, and I'm pretty sure... I want to say it was like muddy waters or some giant influence on them hung around on the stage and mm-hmm. to watch them, right. uh, and was just so like and gave them the seal of approval. So, uh, but yeah, Trey zombies is a great record. Listen, yeah, to I like
1: I I just realized in going back and looking, I like the album De did Deguello D E G U yeah E yeah, L L O, which has for you know the hit seekers has cheap sunglasses uh i thank you um a full for your stockings is a great mm-hmm. song um but yeah um so yeah i would if if that's what we're including you know we're going to include texas i would i would certainly include well, them That is a
0: southern state
1: yeah <laughs> for sure uh what what's your take on Lucinda Williams
0: i wouldn't put her this far up uh, I also think right. she's a little more country folky kind of thing, but uh, yep. I it, it she's not rock to, to, to me. But if we're breaking the, you know, I would right. you know eh, in the top fifty, it was a, it was a again, it was a great record uh, when yep. it came out. Um, mm-hmm. She's got an edge to her, yep. Um but. Again, she, I think of her more as a country act. So if you're Mm -hmm. going to kick that door open, where's Gretchen Wilson? Where is, Uh uh, where actually is Mary Chapin Carpenter, who does one of my favorite covers of Mark Knopfler's The Bug ever? Mm -hmm. Um, I actually understood the words better when she did it than when, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. um, So, and I agree with you about Little Richard.
1: Right. All right. Top five. Number five, R.E.M. Murmur. Number four, Drive By Trucker, Southern Rock Opera. Number three, Leonard Skinnerd, pronounced Lenred Skinnerd, <laughs> uh, nineteen seventy-three. Number two, Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison, nineteen sixty-eight. Number one, Ballman um, Brothers Band at Fillmore East. Now, I'm going to I'm going to zero in on Johnny Cash at Folsom mm. Prison. Can Can you? I don't know if I could both love an album. And like the fact that they put Johnny cash on here and also hate what they picked, uh, <laughs> because, um, yeah, uh, Johnny cash is what he's from. What? Arkansas, Memphis, yep. uh, so uh, that part of yeah but, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Folsom prison, uh, part of the, uh, California state, state penitentiary for, system. For, yes, it is.
0: <laughs> well, so, now, uh, the Fillmore East was recorded in New York.
1: Right. Right. I, true. But, uh, I, I don't know. It just, it, it seems there very are better
0: Johnny cash records to choose. Uh, especially yep. if you are going to call it <clears throat> a rock cause it's, this is not right. a rock record. This is a country record. Right. Yes, exactly. I think Johnny so. cash four is a rock record Yeah, or uh, whatever that, you know, that, uh, Cash 4, I think it was called the, one of the, the I think the 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 last second to last album before he I think that was the last one he released when he was alive. It's got the cover of Personal Jesus, got the cover of Hurt on it, right? yep, but yep, that's yep, still yep. not a Southern rock record,
1: <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, uh, Allman Brothers, Leonard Skinner, I have no problem. Uh, we we you've discussed your uh, issues with uh, Drive By Truckers, but you know it's still Southern rock. REM again. It's more indie rock, you know, kind of like the Abbott brothers, you know, but it's, it's more, you know, poppy, actually kind of owes some to a little bit of big star in that regard. Yep. But, uh, and you know, and they recorded it when they were living in Athens, Georgia in mm-hmm. in the south. But I don't know. It just, it's I, not it would not be one of the ones no, I would consider. If, like, I,
0: if I was going to pick an REM rock record, I, uh, I would have done either Document or life search Pageant. Uh huh. Because it's a rockier sound, but again, yeah. I don't think it fits. And I think Michael Stipe would go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because exactly. now southern rock doesn't have to be hillbilly rock. It does not have right. to be. Um, you know, again, my my problem with I have a a hate like relationship with Leonard Skinner, especially right. in twenty twenty. Um, right, <laughs> you know, because of their. Whereas the Almond Brothers were a very inclusive, love all, serve all, integrated mm-hmm. band, and and very rarely will you you got to really look hard to find a Confederate flag somewhere in the Almond Brothers universe, right uh, on stage or in pictures and all that. It uh-huh. it it, it uh, and very qu- even if it was at the beginning, very quickly was gone again because of JMO. and and their understanding of what that symbol meant. Now, it took... And I'm not saying I was always this, as the kids say, woke. Uh, I certainly didn't understand all of what that flag meant when I was very young, but, you know... For sure. So I I can say that uh, Skinner in the 70s, you can't necessarily fault them for it. It's it's Mm -hmm. interesting because I just saw some footage of... uh, you know, of Skinner and their, I mean, that was their whole backdrop on stage. But to me, the Hallman brothers were musical uh, revolutionaries. I mean, it is kind of making it too erudite, but, but there was a, it was a, they were a really solid bunch of musicians. Leonard Skinner were a bunch of decent guys that knew how to pump out hits working for MCA, um yep. <laughs> yes. Did they befall or did a tragedy befall Leonard Skinner? Sure. Is um uh Freebird a great song the first ten times you hear it? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yep. it it uh whereas the Almond Brothers, I'll be phrasing this way, whereas the Almond Brothers band evolved and shaped While still being able to play their hits, I saw Skinner, the the whoever's left of Skinner and Donnie Van Zent and all that, um, Mm -hmm. for almost every year. And I because I had to work the shows, say between nineteen ninety six in Boston and and then or ninety five in Boston. You know, twenty five years ago till till about oh three oh five something like that. Uh And it's the same bleeding show every time yeah um and it it is just it, it is technically good but there's no <laughs> uh you're there to hit, see the hits and they get it they are literally just in it for them for the money um, right so that that I'm not a huge but you can't define Southern Rock without you know I think that's the other right. side exactly. of,
1: so you get you gotta yeah you right. certainly gotta include it. But yeah, so uh, maybe
0: a little lower. Who else? Do so you think I think that, it yeah. goes
1: without saying you were calling BS on this right. list. Right.
0: I mean, so if we're gonna if we're gonna blur in the country a little bit, no reckless Kelly. Uh, only yeah. one Black Crows, not even in the top yep. twenty, but only one Black Crows record yep, at exactly. uh, twenty three, and it's only Southern Comfort and the musical companion. Yeah, yeah. I would do at least two more albums there for sure. No Jamie Johnson, uh, yeah, the lonesome song. As aforementioned, the No B-52s. No B mm-hmm. All right, so if we're going to say that um, the Abbott brothers are from Virginia, right. so just south of the Mason-Dixon line, yep. I'm sorry, then do you not count the Dave Matthews Band as a right. southern rock record? They were formed right. in Charlottesville, Virginia. Right. Where's Stevie well, Ray Vaughan? yeah Stevie Ray Vaughan but
1: then you know here's my other problem then is you are you're you're basically as as we mentioned before you're it's it's primarily Georgia based and north Florida based well great and then do, a little these bit are
0: bit. The, these are the top bands that came out of you know right. Florida and Georgia where is
1: any mention of New Orleans yeah. there's you know the devil brothers you know if you're going to if you're going to include you know um the South. Jerry Lee Lewis and all that all that stuff and muscle Shoals and that stuff. You got there's a tons of New Orleans artist band uh, albums that came mm-hmm. out around this stuff. And you know, a musical hot. Dr. Day. John? Yeah, exactly. Um definitely needs to be. Leon Russell.
0: Here. Where's yep. the Charlie Daniels band? Yeah. Exactly. literally wrote a crossover country rock song called The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Not in the top fifty. Okay, we're gonna go Florida. Where's Tom Petty? Exactly. Yeah, you, dude, that just blew my mind. <laughs> didn't
1: Tom Where is Petty and all Tom, this?
0: And Tom Petty did a tour, I believe in right. the mid-80s, uh, something, the Southern something tour, right? Uh, Southern Accent. Yes. Where's Corey Chisel and the Wandering Sons? <laughs> Where's, uh, all right, Brendan Benson from Detroit, actually, yep. but uh, lives in Nashville. Right. Where, Jack White from Detroit. rock Rockin' Tours, that's a Southern rock record. Yeah, exactly. The first of all three Rockin' Tours records would be uh, a Southern rock record. So you know what, the editors at Paste Magazine? You got it wrong. <laughs> uh,
1: so good. So good. Yes. All right. So we promise we are... Uh, in in our coming shows, we are going to move away, make a conscious effort um, to do something that doesn't involve uh, paste, because uh, it feels like we are, you know, we're pasting uh, paste. Yes, we're <laughs> we're punching down, as it were.
0: Right, we're not <laughs> um, we're we're not going we're going low. We're not going high.
1: All right, so thank you all for listening. Uh, for those interested, you can follow us on Instagram at Radio Free Jersey, on Twitter at Radio Free Jersey, or online at RadioFreeJersey.com.
0: We just made it really simple. This you know, right. that's what that's your that'll be your destination for everything that we do. Uh, so please tell a friend about about this show. Uh, and, uh, and, and then head over to, if you can, to Apple podcasts and give us a five star rating. Um, or, you know, you want to figure out how to rate us in Spotify or Stitcher. That's good too. They've just rolled out charts. Not that we're chart whores, but, uh, it'd be nice to be able to, you know. Be nice to able to be able to climb, and then we can uh, we get we get enough listeners, and then we can not only uh, uh, bitch to you about uh, these lists, and then enjoy our record club. Uh, we may be able to sell you some stuff too, so that that'd be great, wouldn't? Would you want to hear us endorse products, <laughs> wouldn't you? I yes, know you do.
1: Exactly, you you know you want us to recommend underwear to you, so. <laughs> so, thank you all again for listening, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you next week. Of All Time is written and produced by Michael Marinello and Robert Mathers. Music by Alibi. I'm Craig Peterson for Exit 30 Media. Stay safe,
0: stay classy, and for (laughs) sake, wear a mask.